Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. It is such a treat for me to know that you are going to be tuning into the second part of my conversation with Dr. Scott Robinson. He is just a doll. He is like a long lost uncle. I so adore him, and I think you're going to really enjoy the rest of my conversation with him as well. If you haven't yet listened to part one of this episode with him, please go back and listen to the episode about two weeks ago. Since we've recorded, I have had the chance to meet with him in person and have a session with him, which was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had with an alternative doctor and practitioner. What I really liked about going to my appointment with him is we used a frequency machine to detect a variety of bacteria, parasites, items going on with my body, frequencies that I had been hit with. He does a variety of kinesiology, muscle testing, and then He also goes through at the end, after you've experienced all these frequencies, he does some testing to see what emotions are trapped in your body. And so he'll go through and double check three, four, five different emotions that are now ready to be released from your body. And then as you're releasing those emotions, sometimes they're not connected to experience you've had in this life, they're experienced to past lives. 
And that was really nice to let some stuff go. And again, if you've listened to the last episode with Dr. Scott Robinson, you know that he died twice and came back to life. And so what he brings to the table as a practitioner is the fact that his psychic abilities were so turned on because of those experiences, he's really able to tune in. And what I love about him as well is he never suggests any treatment that he hasn't tried for himself. And he always reminds you, the patient, to trust your gut and instinct, that he might be telling you something. He might be receiving a message from his guides, from your guides, from God, through the work that he's doing, through the machines that he's testing you on. But he constantly reminds you that your health is in your hands and only you really know what's right and true for you. And I love that he's really empowering all of us to better connect with our body and make decisions that are best for us. So in this second part of my conversation with Dr. Scott, you are going to learn a little bit about the energy medicine that he does for himself every day. So he found that meditation just never connected for him. The type of meditation he does takes about 15 minutes. He does it morning and night. And it is called the Bruno Growing Circle of Friends. It is a style of meditation or filling your body up with light that came from Germany. And I'm going to read you a little excerpt from his book. His book is There Are No Lions in Heaven a clinically integrative approach to healing. And on page 83, he had this quote that will better give you an idea of what we're talking about in this section of the podcast. You will learn a simple technique to heal yourself and share that with other people. This is my prime directive, along with letting go of all greed and ego. I was sent back to earth in this life to complete a mission for my soul that is to help other people. More specifically, I was to learn about Einstellen, the act of tuning into the source, absorbing the divine power, and asking for help or healing. When I adequately learned this technique, I was to continue sharing this ancient healing method with everyone who would listen. That is, anyone still asking God for help. This was especially true for those souls who I empathetically relate to through my heart feelings. So to give you a little bit of idea about Dr. Scott and what we talk about, we touch on how you can sit for 15 minutes a day, morning and night, pull the light into your body, ask for help and guidance, and how this can help restore your physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental self so you can continue to move forward in your day and serve your life's purpose Or if you're struggling to get that clarity, you can allow it to drop in during this practice. So enjoy the next part of my conversation with Dr. Scott Robinson. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out on the Starseed Kitchen website. You can always leave a review of the podcast and make a comment there. Thank you so much for tuning in, absorbing this information. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Dr. Scott Robinson. Cheers. Evil is manipulating a human. Well, you're allowed not to like that and even hate that evil because that's not God. It is a fine line. When you know that and you're able to 
play that game better. You're able to do a better job. Now, you come from a wonderful heart. You have wonderful energy. Your org field outside is just as shiny as it inside. And you can see that. you, You stand out in the crowd. You do this out of love. You do this because this is important for you. Food is medicine and food is love. And when you pray over it, it's truly divine love. So have I answered the question, how can a person have more joy in their lives? All right. Are you ready to learn how to do Einstein? Yes. All right. First of all, you have to know a little history about Bruno. And I talk about it in the book, Chapter 5, Module 5, Spiritual Healing. I only put in the people that I know are very special and had special gifts. When I died and ended up in the morgue, my mom said there was someone around me that she thought was an intern or a resident that had pushed my body laying on this metal gurney into the morgue and into the refrigeration unit and that had disappeared when she got close. She couldn't understand where'd he go. Mm -hmm. Years later, when I would introduce her to Bruno Gruning, she said, oh my gosh, that's the guy. He was standing over the top of you. He was the one. Yeah. And the only thing was before she died, she did not want me to have that in the book. She was she was concerned that people would be worried. She didn't say I couldn't tell people, but she didn't want me to write it in the book. But she recognized that Bruno was there. That made the difference. When she recognized Bruno, she suddenly changed. My mom, first of all, believed that she was only an Ashkenazic Jew. Turned out she wasn't. <laughs> We are Sephardic Jew, Ashkenazic Jew, we're Spanish, we're Muslim, we have Persian blood in us, Um, we have German, Italian, Greek, we were Roman. And lo and behold, my mother's side of the family is an Aronowitz, a Horowitz, and a Simons, the three major branches of Aaron of the Bible. My Uh, grandfather, 798 times removed, was Aaron, priestly class. Only because it came down through my mother's side, I'm not a Kohen. But I carry the genetic trait for it. It has to come down through my father's side, and it doesn't. It can't. My dad was Israelite. My mom, my dad's side was Reuven, Reuben, Robinson, sons of Reuben. And my mom's side was Simon's. We were talking about that because your name... Yes. Aronoff, which is a derivative of Aaron mm-hmm. and sons of Aaron, daughters of Aaron, the Aaron family. You too can be related. I'd love to see your genetic tests to see if it somehow has some kind of connection. Yeah, I'm because 25% Ashkenazi and Jew. Um, so there's a good chance we're connected. Mm-hmm. Because how many millions of people are related to Aaron of the Bible? There are not very many people with Aaron in their last name. I've no. we've searched, we've searched far and wide, and there's very few cousins that my dad keeps in contact with with our name. Well, we found out we had so many family members through the Simons family. I, I was amazed. We have over 6,500 family members. Most of them aren't Jewish anymore. They've mm-hmm. long since forgotten their Jewishness, but through genetic traits, they actually found their Jewish background. Like my fairy godmother, Martha, she found her Jewish traits, right? That patient I told you about found his Jewish traits. There's a lot more people that are Jewish and wait till the Egyptians, the Jordanians and the Palestinians find out 
And many of them have Jewish blood in them. Oh, my gosh. Oy vey. So um, one of the biggest things is to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Who were you? Who are you? And who are you to become? Well, it all comes down to we're all children of God and we have to play the game. But when we realize who and what we are, we stop playing the old game and we start learning a new one. Mm-hmm. We're not in the parade. We're not watching the parade. We're watching the people watch the parade as observers and no longer getting involved in the fight between good and evil on this planet. And when you do that, you wake up. Miracles happen. And in reality, miracles don't exist. They're called astonishments. It's just Mm -hmm. astonishing to watch these miraculous events occur. If you knew the truth, you'd be able to play the game better. So now let's do some Einstein. Yes. All right. Open your hands into this posture. It's called an open posture. Feet flat on the floor, hands up. This comes from the Brunner Gruning Circle of Friends, MWF, or Medical Scientific Group. They're all over the world. There are about 6,300 communities around the world in 137 countries. Even in Israel and Palestine, they have them. And if we didn't do Einstein, it would be far worse than if we, well, if we didn't do it, we do it. What is it? Einstein, word number one, means tuning into the source and asking for help and healing. What's the source? God. Well, what part of God are we talking about? It's called the Heilstrom or healing stream, Holy Spirit, healing wave. Although the Bruno friends won't call it the Holy Spirit. I call it that. Third one, Regulungen, spiritual detoxification. What is that? You start to do this technique and you may actually get worse before you get better. Mm -hmm. It's the good pushing out the bad and their button heads and their button heads in the area that you're having the problem in. And you're going, but I'm doing spiritual healing. How could it be worse? You have to look at it differently. You have to be grateful for it because the good is pushing out the bad. You have to use your body as a tool, what it was intended for, and say, well, what is that pain about? Or what is that feeling about in my arm or my neck or my back or whatever? And so you have to look inward. Yep, that's why you're not looking out for answers. You're looking inward for answers. Your body's the tool you need to use to find out what burdens are you carrying. And now, once you identify them, you can let them go. In my case, I used my medical background to identify them where they're attached to a different organ. And I use my internal moving healing so that I can feel it. Is it on my body, in my body, around my body? So I can push it away and get rid of the cords attached to it. So, well, how do we do this? Palms up. Feet flat, spine straight, preferably so that you're not sitting against your spine, so your spine is open behind there. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first started to do this technique, I didn't have the energy to sit up. I had to lay down to do this. But if you can sit up, do. And what do you do now? You're in a quiet room. Like, we're in a quiet room so that nobody's bothering us, right? Don't have any music on. Don't have the phone working. Don't have anything, in distractions or interference. Now, you're going to give away your burdens. Well, what's your burden? I don't know. Somebody gave you a diagnosis. That's a burden. You had a problem with your daughter, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. That's a burden. You had an argument with your fiance, your husband. That's a burden. You're worried about money. That's a burden. You're worried about tomorrow, tonight, whatever. If it isn't from love, it's a burden. Give it away. 
You're worried about the government. You're worried about this. You're worried about that. Give it away. Who do you give it away to? Well, with Bruno, he said, give me your burdens. What does that mean, give me your burdens? Do you know what they are? Can you identify them and say, gladly, I give them to you, Mr. Friend Bruno. I don't know you, but I'm going to give this to you. Okay, let me show you a picture. That's a happy picture of Bruno. Okay? Each one of his photographs has a different energy to it. This one was smiling. The divine light was coming through. I have one back here behind me. He's Mr. Serious. I literally throw any concerns to him. I pull them out of myself, throw them to his photograph. So every member of the Circle of Friends has this Bruno poster or Bruno. It's a four by six. Mm -hmm. And they have them in their homes. And it, uh, the, when, the France, when Assisi, the city of Assisi in Italy, mm -hmm. had an earthquake, the only people that didn't have damage in their homes were Bruno friends in Assisi. The community leader had a lot of Bruno pictures in her house. The house next to her on either side both collapsed. Her house had nothing more than a teacup that got damaged. As a result of that, 2,000 people joined and became members in the circle of friends. Wow. Okay. The biggest thing about learning how to do this is doing it in group settings is much more powerful than doing it personally. But my own helps and healing has occurred by myself. I was in an MRI machine doing this when the healing occurred. Okay? So how do we do it? We give away our birds, whatever they are. Give it to Bruno. Can you give it away to Jesus? Sure. You don't believe in Bruno yet? Give it to Jesus. Give it away. All right? Just as long as you don't hold on to it. Write it down. Address it to God, Jesus, Bruno, whoever. Address it to heaven. Put it in the Bible. Put it under a Bruno picture. Just don't keep it. And now you start with, I now ask God to send me down the Heilstrom. You want to say that? Yes. I now ask God to send me down the Heilstrom. And I ask Bruno Gruning, my friend, to connect me to God's Heilstrom. And I ask Bruno Gruny, my friend to connect me to God's Heilstrom. Now, you can shorten it later to say, hey, Bruno, I'll give it to you. You take it away. I ask God and Bruno for a complete healing and rejuvenation. I ask God and Bruno for a complete healing and rejuvenation. I ask God and Bruno for divine protection. I ask God and Bruno for divine protection. Divine guidance and direction. Divine guidance and direction. Divine order. Divine order. For my body. For my body. My affairs. My affairs. My life. My life. And my mind. And my mind. I say thank you, God. Thank you, God. And thank you, Bruno. Thank you, Bruno. Now, I talk about in the book... The German friends won't teach you that. They just say, be open to it. I'm an American. I'm a doctor. I'm like, I don't know what that means. What do you mean, be open to the Heilstrom? I don't know. All I know is this for me works, and I got this from Swiss friends, and that's how they did it. And I just copied them. Worked for me. I'm an analytical. I'm a type A plus. This works for me. I figured a lot of Americans would come from our head, not from our heart. This is a good way to practice it. But the German friends, they're going to say, this. don't listen to that. I'm telling you, do what works for you. This works for me, so I'm sharing this for you. And all my patients and clients, I 
share this one for them so they have something to hang their hat on. So what do you do now? You sit comfortably. You're listening to some music. And unlike meditation, which is done quietly, Einstein is an action step, a verb. And now you're going to ask for whatever you need, want, and desire in your life. So you've asked God to send down the Heilstrom. You asked Bruno Bruning to connect you to God's Heilstrom, all the other sentences I told you about. And then ask, so Whitney, what do you want? God's listening. What do you want? Dear God, dear Bruno, I need, want, desire the following. Dear God, dear Bruno, I need more love in my life. I want to experience more continuous joy in my life. I want more money so I can continue to do the things and teach in the ways that I love. And I want more, more inner peace day to day, flow and grace in my life. And then when you're done, you say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And thank you, Bruno. Thank you, Bruno. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini Mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high-vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on StarseedKitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. And you can also, once you do this, you do this twice a day, mm -hmm. at least 10 to 15 minutes twice a day. If you can't do this twice a day, don't bother because doing it once a day doesn't work. Okay. You need to do it at least twice a day, preferably before 8 o'clock or after 8.30. They said low tide of energy is about 8 o'clock morning and night. So do it. just don't do it for 15 minutes between 8 and 8.15. I give it an extra 15 minutes to do it on either side before eight o'clock or after 8.30. Do this, you can do it at home. You can, you can learn to do this in the car driving, but if you're really feeling like la la la, it's kind of hard to focus on driving. So I, I pull over and stop if I need to do it. Or I'll ask, hey Bruno, I pray for that guy that I just passed, his car's broken down. Uh, I ask for help for that person, or that person looks homeless, they need help, please Bruno. But you can do Einstein anywhere. And yes, you can do it for less if you only have less, but you got to be really intense and real focused if you're going to do it less than 10 minutes. But you do it twice a day. First part of the day, you do it for yourself. Yourself, your family that you love, but especially for yourself. I used to do this every morning with my mom and the dog, and we would just do it for ourselves. I actually did it three times a day. About six hours later, I do it for my family, those here and on the other side. And at nighttime, at nine o'clock at night, I would do it again for other people, my neighbors, those people that are on the SOS list, uh, most in needs list, uh, people have addictions of different kinds. I would do it for anybody that I can think of. That person asked for a prayer. I always ask somebody, is it okay if I pray for you? Of course, I do it this way through Einstein. 
So now you can use this technique twice a day. The other thing is you live up in Orange County. Mm -hmm. I would like very much for you to connect with a lady by the name of Esther Wright. Okay. Esther, and I'll give you her number after we cut off. But Esther Wright is the community leader in Laguna Woods. Perfect. And she will give you an official introduction to the teachings of Bruno Gruning. She'll give you a photograph of Bruno. She'll give you a little CD of Bruno. And she'll give you a little booklet of Bruno. And then she'll invite you to come and do a community hour. It's called a community hour, but it's actually two hours. And you will learn about the teachings of Bruno Gruning. You'll do Einstellen. And you will ask for different helps and healings for yourself and those that you love. And it becomes a regular routine every three weeks. Why? Because you need to do it in a larger group setting to clear out all the negative energy you've collected over the next, you know, the, the three weeks. And doing it in a large group setting helps you clear this out. Well, where can you find out about Bruno Gruning? www.bruno, B-R-U-N-O, dash, Gruning, G-R-O-E-N-I-N-G, dot, org, O-R-G. You can read about Bruno's life. And is there a Bruno group near you who's ever watching? I just know that you're in Orange County, California, so there is a group there. Yes. And she, her, her group is one of the largest groups in the United States and on the West Coast. Wow, fantastic. Right. Yeah, so I will give you um, her name and number and you will connect with her. For me, my book is There Are No Lines in Heaven. It comes from There Are No Lines in Heaven When You Reach the Pearly Gates. No Christians in the center, Jews to the left. Um, Muslims to the right, for we are all children of God and we're all welcome. And the angel went on to laugh after he told me this little poem and prose about that we're all welcome in heaven. That's where the book comes from. There's a website to that. People can connect to me. I believe you said you'll put my contact information down below. But for those people that want to find me, I'm on the web. I have a Facebook account. I don't have my face on the Facebook account. You have the book which you showed, if you can pick that up and show people again, that's what the book looks like. And that's what you'll see on Facebook. Uh, you know you're in a divine path when things start to happen without you even knowing about it. I was told that I had to, that's why they sent me back. I had to learn a simple technique to heal myself and share that with other people. And that this technique was Einstein. So that's part of what I do for the rest of my life is teaching Einstein. And in doing so, people have the option to join the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends. You don't have to join the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends. Some people don't like organizations like that. But you should learn how to do Einstein. If you're in another part of the country, you'll go on the website. You'll say, I'd like to understand how this works. And is there a group near me so I can work with them? Yeah. And they'll give you the name and address of a person to connect with. Can you do it online? Yes. Since COVID, we've done a lot of people online. There's whole, every Saturday morning, uh, the German mentors who assist the West Coast of, of the United States, they are the Einhausers. They have an, what's called an IGR, an internet group, where they go on and there's, there can be as many as 2,500 people on, usually somewhere between 200 and 800 are on. But you can learn to do Einstellen online. You're in a remote area. Uh, there's a lady in Paducah, Kentucky, that contacted me and said, is there anybody close by? Well, the closest person was about two and a half hours away in Cincinnati, and so she needed to do it remotely online. 
Um, there are groups all over the place. Poland, Germany, of course, because that's where this started. Even Russia, during everything, Russia and the Ukraine. There are friends on both sides of the coin doing Einstein. Palestinians, Israelis, Taipei, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and China all have friends. You can't stop it. Bruno said, once you learn this, you can't stop it. Healing will happen simultaneously and spontaneously, no matter what. No matter what evil tries to do, it can't stop it because this is divine. It'll help the earth. It'll help each of us. It'll help nature in general. So it's available for that. And um, I think I told you, Whitney, that the book has been asked to be made into a, a movie. Yes. And this Sunday, I'm being interviewed by a producer who makes documentary films about people with near-death experiences and helps and heals people. And she asked, would I be interested in having a documentary film made about this story? Because even, even Alexander, who is a doctor, a neurologist who had a near-death experience, is worldwide known about that. Even he, when I spoke to him, I spoke to him through his website, um, he said, wow, you ended up in the morgue? It's not a common thing. Mm -hmm. I only know of one other person who ended up in the morgue, and I tell that story. And she also became a healer. And we, we ended up the same way. We died three days after high school graduation, killed in automobile accidents, and we came back with unique gifts. That's pretty wild that it was the same, that timing. Yeah. Very interesting like, timing. And they use the term pods on the other side. You come down in pods, you go up in pods. You're going to learn the same lesson. And in this case, I was told never interfere with another person who's had a near-death experience. But I had never met somebody like myself who've had, who's had a near-death and ended up in a morgue. Yeah. So, And we both had two near-death experiences. Uh, what people will learn from this varies by what they take away from it. Are they open to it? First, if they're not open to it, they're probably never going to see this. But if they're open to it, about 30% of the world is open to this understanding. The target market where I wrote the book for and the movie is going to be for is about 25 to 50 million people who are open to things you learn from the other side. Heaven is real. There's a movie made about it, about the little boy that died. There's also, there was one that came out just a few months ago, Death, the angel's viewpoint, how doctors were beginning to experience this. There's something called a shared death experience where doctors are experiencing a person crossing over or a window's opening up or a door while they're having surgery and the doctor's there and say, see things. Or a patient comes back after the surgery, after their heart stopped and tells them everything that happened in the surgical suite or in the surgical suite next door. That there's no way they would know how to do that. It's called a veridical near-death experience. This is real. It's been going on for centuries. Eons. Greeks wrote about it. Mesopotamians wrote about it. The French wrote about it. It is a gift. Now, people said, well, how can I have one of those? You can't. It has to be pre-programmed before you come to earth. You just can't have it. My suggestion is once you get back to heaven, if you haven't had one in this life, request one. You'll be given an option. You'll take the near-death experience version. It's, there's nothing like it. I believe if everybody had a near-death experience, the world would be a completely different, well, it would be completely different. People would stop hating each other. 
They would love one another. They'd start to realize who they really are and who's pushing their buttons, their ego and their pain buddy. And their priority wouldn't be about how much money I'm going to make. It would be about compassion, love, caring, forgiveness. That's the messianic beings, teachings. The Antichrist is everything opposite. Chaos, confusion, hatred. That's the Antichrist. So which one do you want to work with? I'm wondering, because of your experiences, what your thoughts are on synchronicities. There's no such thing as a synchronicity or a coincidence. Why? Because everything's supposed to happen. Have you ever wondered what deja vu really is? I know what it is. You see, on the other side, you are shown three different options to come into this life. I'll call them videos, divine videos. So in this life, after you've chosen the option and you come across these synchronicities, these coincidences, and you say, this feels very familiar. I've been here before. This deja vu? You're just remembering a clip it or snip it from the other side of what you were shown of possibilities that occurs here. And what this tells me or tells you is that you are on the right path. Mm. That synchronicity is supposed to occur. And when you recognize it, you know that you're going the right way. That's a synchronicity, a deja vu. There is no such things as coincidence. Everything will keep you on the right path. Except when you get crazy, you don't stay calm, and you forget why you're here. And unfortunately, 70% of the world can't wake up if they wanted to. They're not built, their human design is not built that way. They can't wake up. Not part of who they are. But 30% can. So God manufactured us up in the divine heavenly car plant. Only it's bodies. And we're going to experience. So the, those that can wake up, they should. In reality, only 2% of the 30% will actually wake up. And the others will say, well, I'm awake. No, you're not awake if you're mentioning that. Because you're realizing you become more calm. You're more aware. And you stop playing the game. You're not in the parade. You're not watching the parade. You're observing all of the other people watching and being in the parade. You're now stepping out mm -hmm. and not getting involved. You're just the silent observer. And it makes a difference. You don't need a near-death experience or two to make you do that. But death is the ultimate learning experience. And you'll realize that love is the answer to everything. And you're really here to master, endure, persevere, and overcome. You may be here to struggle, but you're not here to suffer. You must do this divine connection, whatever you want to do, every day, at least twice a day, mm -hmm. to keep your batteries charged. You must eat well, charge your batteries. Once you start to charge your batteries, you don't need to eat as much. You're not as hungry. And then things heal, sometimes fast, sometimes slow. And then I threw a lot of stuff else in the book you already read. And you know, there's a lot of ways to do it. There's mm -hmm. no one direct path to God. I just share with people my favorite one because it worked for me. Now, is everybody going to be open to that? No. Pick and choose the path. That's why I gave you the 10 best things. I gave 12 modules in there. But the 10 best things that I saw that worked 
that didn't need money, ego, or greed, that you could be done easily, simply, and they exist right now. And it'll make your life much more joyous. And they'll smile just like you. Can I ask you one last question to close out this episode? Sure. What you want? How can someone create a little bit more magic in their life every day? Einstein is the first thing. Ask God for help to create more magic in their life. Second, always come from your heart and love for everything. Even if somebody's yelling and screaming at you, it's not the easiest thing. That magic, you want to create magic? You want to have a partner? Ask God for that. You want a partner in your life? Ask. I don't know why somebody would be having a hard time with you. You're (laughs) physically beautiful on the outside. You're physically beautiful on the inside. You come from your heart. You're caring. You you have food that you make, and that's why they call you chef, because you're making it with love. You just have to find somebody who's on the same path as you. Mm -hmm. How can you do that? Let the big guy do it. God wants to be involved in your life in every aspect of it every day. Make that opportunity available. Participate Mm -hmm. with God every day. When you bring God into life, everything becomes miraculous. Everything is magical. And it, it, it will just blow your mind. So what do you want? Write it down. I wrote down everything I wanted and everything I didn't want. All right. And put it in there. I said, dear God, dear Bruno, this is what I want. So that's my number one way of making life more magical. Now, one of the most unusual things, uh, I had 42 girlfriends. I mean, I went from one girlfriend to the next girlfriend to the next girlfriend. And it was like, hey, you know, all right. She irritated me. I irritated her. We went our own ways. But when I started to do the help and healing for other people, I suddenly didn't need that. I was done. I didn't have that urge to have that other person in my life. I'm more open to have the dog, the bird, the cat, whatever. And I get a high off of it that I can't explain when I'm, when the hailstorm comes through me into another person for their healing. It's a rush better than sex. I can't explain it any other way. I mean, the word sex. Oh my gosh, he's talking about sex and he's a spiritual person. But now I understand why so many spiritual healers just don't have that desire anymore. Mm -hmm. Not because their testosterone level is low or whatever hormone is low. No, you're now refocusing your energy so that the energy of God comes through you to help another person and you don't have that direct desire. Now, does that mean that it'll affect you? No. In your life, you want to have that. But for me to focus, one of the things that distracted me was all of these emotional ups and downs from girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend. You know, it's like you're picking up their energy, not me. Remember I told you I kept picking up other people's energy. Most of the energy that was attached to me wasn't mine, old girlfriends. And I talk about that in sex and healing. Sex and healing is a good thing. It is a good thing with the right person, not 42. Uh, (laughs) You, you, you ask God for that divine connection mm-hmm. to that right person. And my little dog, Lucky, he was such, he gave love instantaneously. He, he missed my mom when she passed away. And I'll end on that story because he's, he's now with my sister. 
dogs and cats, they give love. And it's just, they, they don't have to ask. They give it. And they're here to help us. My mom had two prayer requests before she died. Her anniversary was the 22nd of December. She said, I, when it comes time to go home, I want to make sure that my family's all around and I can die at home, not in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So last year, on the 22nd, was the fifth night of Hanukkah, Kislev, and three days before Christmas. So the whole family was over the house wishing everybody. She was getting very tired. She knew it wasn't long. My, my sister kept saying, you got to go to the doctor. There's something terribly wrong. Well, the next day, the day she died, she was due to go to the doctor. But before she went to bed that night, at 1030, we did a prayer for a dozen people. And she grabbed my hand and she gave it a kiss. And she said, remember, son, I love you. When I woke up to find her, her heart pacemaker had stopped at 1236 a.m. I was in such a deep sleep. I couldn't have gotten up to call the emergency. I slept right through it. Well, she wanted to die at home. Mm -hmm. Her soul came back to me and said, why aren't you there? Why didn't you call the emergency? I said, Bob, your prayer request was you die at home. If you had gone in the emergency room in the ambulance, you would have died there. And nobody could have said goodbye. I found her frozen in time. She normally slept to the left. I had a chair there so she didn't fall over. I found her frozen in rigor mortis with her hands reaching out and her lips pursed. My father said he would come back and get her when it was time for her to go home. Lo and behold, that's what she looked like. She had leaned to the right as though my father had laid in the bed, went to give him a hug and a kiss, and she was gone. Now, verification. It wasn't an easy day for me. My neighbor, Brian, is a sheriff. He's a volunteer sheriff. And I had to call him to get the coroner. The coroner had to come. Mom was literally frozen in space. Mm -hmm. He said, I never believed a word you ever said. He said, I thought your stories were full of shit. That's, those were his words. Right? Till the next morning. That night after mom died, he looked up and talked to God. Said, dear God, dear Jesus, because he's very Christian. He said, I want to say one more goodbye to Hinda. Because mom and he were very close. And he, as a matter of fact, he had, had come over to the house just a few weeks before, and they'd taken pictures with him in his uniform. And he, mom, mom was very proud of him, like a son, because we're about the same age. So they were close, and we took care of their dogs, and I, uh, they took care of Lucky. He knocks on my door at 7 in the morning. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I said, I know you're a believer. You believe in Jesus. Jesus. He said, no, no, no. I believe in all the stories you told me said, I did a prayer and asked, and I saw a light come down from the sky. And when the light hit the ground, this orb opened up, and there were your mother and father looking 20 years younger and waving to me saying, thank you, Brian. Bye-bye. Freaked them out so much, the orb closed. They went up into the sky. Where he ran inside thinking my mom and dad were going to take him home too. <laughs> Since he had his own pacemaker... He took his heart medication because he thought he was having a heart attack. Came out going, no, no, I must have been hallucinating. And he said, no. He asked the neighbor what he saw. My, the neighbor, Bob, used to live across the street from my mom. And his mother died on December 22nd, two years before. And they were best friends. 
And he said, I didn't recognize who you were talking to because their backs were towards me. But I saw a man and a woman and a light flashed and they vanished. They disappeared. He said, I was going to ask you, what was that about? And there was my verification that dad had come to take my mom home. Three days after my mom died, she came back and woke me up. No more grieving. No more guilt. Gotta go now. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So loud that the dog came running in looking for grandma. Took away my guilt. Any guilt, any uh, grief. Gone. Didn't have any guilt or grief. Gone. It was my present. Dad gave me a present three days afterwards. Gave me a sense of humor. Mom took away all grief. Those are beautiful gifts. Beautiful gifts. And she knew what was going to happen. She knew what happened when she couldn't stop grieving for my dad and how much that hurt her. And so my gift from my mom was that. Now, my rabbi said to me the day of her memorial service, you know, it's okay to grieve because Jewish people are supposed to grieve for 11 months. And then you're supposed to go back to life. But I said, Rabbi, I don't need to grieve. My mom gave me a gift. She took it away from me. If you want it, gladly give it to you. But I don't want it and I don't need it. And he looked at me bewildered. No, you don't need grief. Only this was the gift mom gave me. Now, you can use your Bach flower remedy, start Bethlehem. It'll help. But grief is one of the most harmful negative energies that can hurt the body besides hate. And so that was mom's story. I wrote about it in the book. I think you read it since chapter one. My dad, my mom's story, and how love continues beyond time and space. Now, mom came back to me a couple months ago and said, when it's your turn to return home, Mm -hmm. as in heaven, don't look for me up here. I won't be here. In other words, she's going to be back here. So dad's already come back. I don't know where he is. Mom's going to come back. And I just know that when my time is to return to home, because on the day of your birth, you're giving your return ticket. Most people don't know that. Most near-deathers, we know that, what that time is going to be. Although they didn't give me the exact moment in time because they said I would be worried and focused on that, not helping people up until that time. But yeah, for the most of us near-deathers, we know our return ticket day. We know what it is. And we also know that means that we'll be done with our mission and purpose in life. And we'll get to go home, get debriefed, rest for a little bit, then jump into the next body and start the whole process of the game of life all over again. So hopefully today was a wonderful experience for you and the audience watching this. And know that I love to help people. Because that was the last thing that they had said to me. When most people are retiring, you are going back to work doing something you least expect. That's number one, become an author. Number two, being a motivational speaker. Number three, being a helper and a healer. Although God's doing the healing through me, I'm not the one. And helping people have miraculous miraculous healing, doing the one thing, learning a simple technique to heal themselves. And I will share that with other people. And I'll continue to do that as long as God says I'm supposed to be on planet Earth. With that, thank you for listening today. Thank you for having me on, Whitney. Uh, You're having a wonderful mission in your own purposes in helping other people connect with unique gifts. Uh, The movie, when will it be out? I don't know. 
I'm, I'm like I said, this Sunday I have an interview. We'll find out. Uh, it'll be broken up into two sections. One will be a training and teaching. That'll be filmed up in Cascade Locks, Oregon. And then the other one will be filmed in Studio City, God willing, if it all is agreed to. And my producer and director there, well, they're going to take the front part of the book, the stories about the near-death experience, the documentary part. So it's been a pleasure. Love you. So You're grateful to have connected with you. <laughs> much, much love to you. Much love to you too and to the audience watching this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.